It is 11.23, and you're listening to the You're Here to Fall Asleep podcast. I believe it is episode 5 of season 1, and this is a podcast about rambling quietly on some random subject for a good night's rest or a good day's nap. Today, tonight, I wanted to talk about the English language. I think that it is a very interesting subject because of all the little rules and eccentricities that go on in all of the spelling and the pronunciation so uh, if you're expecting something to be a little bit more energetic please check out a different podcast but if you're raring to go about English language eccentricities well hold on to your horses because this might just be a humdinger. I was working with some kids in middle school before I joined the fire service and I found out through working with them how complicated the English language can be. It's difficult. There are different ways to pronounce things and different ways that they are spelled depending on the word and the pronunciation and the students really taught me how hard they have to try to be able to get it right because there are a lot of words that just confuse the the heck out of me and probably the majority of everyone else. One of the ones that I was thinking about the other day is desert and desert. I believe desert is the kind of geographical place that doesn't have a lot of water. I think it's spelled D-E-S-E-R-T. There's only one S. And that's a place that doesn't have a lot of water, and it's dry, and it's probably boring. And it was in the Aquaman movie for about 15 minutes at, at most before they went to Sicily, which is just north of the Sahara and it's the desert but why is that a, a tough word because when I think of desert I don't think of like a dry sandy place I think of like chocolate cake or chocolate chip cookies I think of finishing up dinner grabbing some milk preferably almond coconut milk and having a snack, having some dessert, 
What? Dessert. D-E-S-S-E-R-T. That's right, folks. The difference between one of my favorite meals of the day and a place that's really large and probably kind of boring unless you like hiking in small, minuscule patches of sand is one S. It's an English language eccentricity. In other ways, too, rules that we have in the English language. It's how things are spelled. For instance, if I'm an internet troll, it's spelled T-R-O-L-L. But if I'm taking the green line in Boston, and when you're taking the green line in Boston, that's equally as sleepworthy because it's always a half hour late and it screeches like that mother-in-law that no one knew could screech. It, it's it's T-R-O-L-L-E-Y. So you have the word troll and the word trolley. And the difference is the E-Y. But if I'm being kind of trolly, is that the same as trolley? Yeah, so there's another eccentricity. Something that I was thinking about the other day is as I was writing the curriculum down to uh, cover all of the rambling is stomach ache. So, so hear me out on this. This might not be as boring as you think, but stomach ache. S-T-O-M-A-C-H-A-C-H-E. To me, if I'm going to read that and I don't understand all of these confusing English rules, it's going to look like stomach H or stomach H or something like that. Or there are a lot of different ways if you want to pronounce it a la Chris Farley and David Spade from that movie they were in. I think they go on a road trip and they're like... Stom stomach stomach ach. It's there are a lot of different ways to pronounce stomach ache. And if you have a bad desert, then you're probably gonna get some pretty gnarly stomachach. Lastly, there are the four or five words that everyone kind of kind of gets confused on. One of them is there, one which indicates location, there over there, one that is a contraction, it has one of those nifty things called an apostrophe, and I think it's an apostrophe, and you use it to make two words into one. And then there's the there that's also indicates ownership. Their pantaloons are missing. Uh, those are always kind of hard to, to teach about. I mean, as you can see, I've probably been doing the fire service stuff a little bit longer than the teaching because 
I forget some of those details, but the confusion part I got down pretty well. The last word I want to cover is your and you are. Sometimes that can be confusing, but I think the big thing to catch from this, besides the most luxurious form of snoozery possible, is that the English language can be a little bit hard, but every effort you put into it is something you should be proud of because it helps us to be better communicators. This is You're Here to Fall Asleep, and I hope by now that you have. Thanks for listening.